Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. If you're looking for extra horsepower in your bet, there's only one place to get set, and that's Top Sport. And with Top Sport's new Same Race Multi, you'll see the odds skyrocket by combining your selections in a single bet. Multiply your excitement in the same race on thoroughbreds, greyhounds and harness racing. Download the app today for a faster, easier betting experience. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Responsibly. The summer of footy continues here on Andy Raymond Unfiltered. So too the Dream Team series. Joining us is a fella who all up played 132 games for both the Bulldogs and the Storm. Jamie Feeney, how are you, legend? Yeah, great. Thanks, Andy. Um, really good to be on the podcast with you and and um, and having a good chat. So let's talk some footy. Dream teams, they can be anything. It's your rules because you're the coach and what you say goes. What is it? Have you gone um, just your best 13 or have you put any rules or parameters on it to, to make it a little easier? Yeah, I kind of have. I um, The best 13 for me uh, that I'm going to outline is a players that I played with Yep, that um, that I think were the best in their position or they taught me something or I had best and most fun with them or, um, yeah, or that I enjoyed playing with. So it's it's kind of a little bit different. Uh, I think if I went my absolute dream team, some of these guys would love to be in it but um, probably wouldn't get there because um, there's some been some great, really good players that have uh, played out the game. But um, some of these boys, they've taught me something or I've had some great fun with them and they're the reason why I put them in because I'd love to play with them again. What it is, a dream team, it is the greatest argument starter ever because no two teams and no two opinions are ever the same. You could mention six different five-eighths and someone would still argue that, uh, no, you're wrong because he was better. Yeah, well, um, well, the five-eight that I've, Named, I um I had a great time playing with him and and um I re- reckon anyone would put him in probably the top ten but um he's in my he's my number one and and I can't wait to get to down to him and name him and, and give you a reason why. Okay, let's start at fullback, mate. Who are you got? Well, I have gone with Bill, um, yep. Billy Slater. So I got to, obviously got to play with him in Melbourne. Um, he's a I think close behind him would be Rocket Silver. I loved playing with Rod, um, Bill. Bill was just the ultimate uh, competitor, uh, whereas Rod was – he was a competitor, but he was also um, a great teammate to, to play with in terms of um, – he popped up in places where you wouldn't even think he was. Yeah. He just – he communicated really well. He had a lot of fun off the field with him, whereas Bill was probably a little bit more serious off the field. And um, I just think Bill's probably the best we've seen and that I've played with, um, you know, the best player I've ever played with at, at fullback. And, and, um, but Rod was really close because I really enjoyed taking the field with him as well. When you were in Melbourne, Billy was really just sort of starting his career. He was still a young man, but there, even from that early age uh, and lack of experience, there was something really special about him, wasn't there? Oh, definitely. And some of the things, like the, like the kick that you saw him do in the origin, yeah. the little things like that, he could – like that's his. That was his first or second year mm. um, of, of first grade, and he could pull them off 
every day at training. Um, and he would try those different things. And um, they're not things that just people would say that was just something that come off the cuff and it was a fluke. But he would try those different things. He could do it. He's had that talent. Um, he definitely had the speed and, yeah. and that agility. And um, we, we were used to seeing things like that from him every day on the training paddock. And um, and the best part about that is Bellyache encourages us to try it there. Um, you know, and, and if it didn't work, you'd get a spray. But if it did, um, amazing. <laughs> okay, who you got on the wings, mate? Well, I've got uh, my old mate Matty Guy. So he's 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 uh, he's got to be there just because I used to I just love playing with him. He was probably my best mate when I moved down to to um, to Melbourne um, from from the Dogs after so long, and um, he just took me under his wing. We had families, you know, our daughters were the same. Um, age they went to daycare together so we traveled together he was just a really close mate um and still is um now so he's got to be there um and then the other one is El magic mate i i just i loved and i think i was i was really blessed um as a footballer to, to play with three goal kickers that it didn't matter where you scored um you, it would be close to six points, and that would be that was Dale Halligan. So the Chook, when I first started, yep. that he then he then finished, and, and Magic took over, and then they go down to Melbourne, and, and you have Cam Smith. So um, it didn't matter where you where you put it, um, put it down, um, you you would be expecting six points from every try. And and Has was like that. He he worked really really hard. So he wasn't a um, for those that don't know his story, he was a, he was a soccer player coming through and and um and so he worked really hard on his craft at, at rugby league he wasn't the fastest when you look when you look at the athleticism of the outside backs that are playing now and, and you could say that for Matty Guy too mm. um wasn't the fastest um you know Matty Guy is probably the hairiest yes but um yes but he's not the fastest um and neither was has not the most athletic couldn't couldn't bench press you know 100 100 kilos but um, they just did their job and um, so reliable, so consistent, and, um, and, and that's why I used to love playing with Magic. And, and you know what? He was just the most humble, humble bloke mm. too. So, um, you know, still love catching up with him at, at uh, the Bulldogs old boys days and at, and at games when you can go there and, and having a chat. And, and uh, he stayed that same person um, as he was back then, even though, you know, he, he got to he got to represent Australia and, yep. and play rep foot. He stayed humble and and um, that really good, nice guy. And and why I love playing with him all the time. Who have you got in the centres, Joe? Well, Nigel Bungana. I played I yeah. played with Nigel a lot, and um, and mate, he was amazing. Um, so uh, played on the same edge as him a lot. Yep. Um, he, he constantly chatted to you. Um, you know, the night that he scored five tries against South Sydney was amazing. Um, can remember it like it was yesterday, and 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 again, just the humility on him. Like he just, he was, um, he was just so humble and just so down to earth, and, mm. and a nice guy. Even though he's represented at the highest level um, for his country as well, um, you know, Nigel was just a really quiet and and, um, and and calm fellow to be around, and and it was it was really good to have on the outside of you when you when you're running those lines off the halves and. And having him telling you who to go to inside and outside, and and mate, um, I, it was a pleasure to play with him. And again, you know, these are players that I'd love to play with again, and I'd uh, I would have loved to play with Nige just one more time. 
So you said you were there and inside in the night that he scored five. How many try assists for Jay Feeney that night? Was it four? Mate, the funny thing was is he'll – and Nigel tell me, he, he'd admit to this, is I was running all these lines to suck the the players in. I don't yes. think I touched the ball once getting it out to him, but <laughs> – but, uh, my role by uh, do I suck in that half back in so that they can get the space out wide and and um, you know and that's just that's just Nige too. I mean, most of those tries he, he could have probably put on by himself, but he, he'll credit it to to other people around him rather than take the credit himself. He's just a really nice bloke that he was. Who's the other centre mate? Darren Smith, um, Smithy, and the funny thing was Smithy. By the time he was finishing up at the Dogs, um, he was started the the uni degree that I finished before I started the dog. So um, he's now a, a, um, a school teacher up at, uh, in Brizzy, same as me, and we catch up a bit in these old boys games too. Um, so um, I just, when I first got there and he was the oldest statesman trying to, and I was trying to learn from him, he was playing back row centre, yep. um, swapped around a little bit, and, um, and I was learning a lot from him. He, he taught me a lot of how to, how to be a professional footballer and how to play that role and, and really um, took me under his wing and, and him and then a few more that I'll I'll, uh, I'll mention down the track in the back row, well, um, they're the reason why. They're, they're how I learned how to, to play at that level and, and the, the little tiny things that you had to do to make sure that you were in the frame to play first grade each week and that you were doing them each week to to make sure that your team went as best they could. He's, he's one of those guys that just taught you that um, through actions and words and um, and I'll be forever grateful to him for, for taking me under his wing and teaching me those little things on my, you know, my first couple of years playing first grade. The halves always create plenty of debate and also a bit of confusion too when you're trying to select just two. So who have you got at six and seven? Mate, I've got, I've got Shifty Sherwin as my six. Um, played 19s all the way through to first grade with him, played all, you know, all my first grade games at the Bulldogs um, with him after after the seven, which was Ricky Stewart, because um, he was the half that I first when I first made a debut. He was he was my half, and and uh, I would have loved to to play a lot more games with those two together. But Sticky finished up a bit earlier than mm. than Shift, and then and but but those those were the two. I mean, Shifty was the the off the cuff sort of player that still still gave you enough. Um, direction, but him and has how they worked together, and mm. it was like they were reading each other's minds just to put little kicks in. And, and Shifty was out of the box too. He would he would put a, he would roll a kick in on tackle three. Just and and no one does that anymore. Um, and you could play off the cuff, and and he was just like he another one of those players that didn't look like a footballer, didn't act like a footballer, um, but he was a genuine footballer, mate. He, he knew the game. And, um, and I and I love playing with him and Sticky, Sticky was my first halfback that I played first grade with in in '99 and debuted and and he would hit you right between the eyes with where you needed to get to and if yeah. you weren't there he'd, he'd he'd hit you between the eyes with his yeah. with uh, with his direction again but I needed that yeah. um, I needed that when I when I first went up there because I seriously I felt like a deer in in headlights and um and he would give you. Yeah, he would tell you fair and square where you had to be and where where you had to go, and if you weren't there, he'd let you know, and you made sure you didn't let him down again. So, um, yeah, they were the they were my favourite six and seven to 
that I played with and, um, yeah, for different reasons, Shifty, just because we played a lot of footy together and I love playing outside him and, um, and Sticky because he taught me how to be a back rower and how to play that role um, outside him um, and I'll, I'm grateful for that as well. So the back line is Billy Slater at fullback, Hasmel Masri and Matty Guy on the wings, Darren Smith, Nigel Wungner in the centres, Brent Sherwin and Ricky Stewart in the halves. If you're looking for extra horsepower in your bet, there's only one place to get set, and that's Top Sport. And with Top Sport's new Same Race Multi, you'll see the odds skyrocket by combining your selections in a single bet. Multiply your excitement in the same race on thoroughbreds, greyhounds and harness racing. Download the app today for a faster, easier betting experience. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Responsibly. This is the Jamie Feeney Dream Team. Okay, legend. Now where the real blokes are, the forward pack. Let's start with the lock. Yeah, well, Dallas Johnson. Um, oh yeah. Not only. Yeah, he, mate. He was, uh, he, and he and he represented, but it, I still think he was underrated as a, as a lock. Um, yeah. You know, he was when I went down to Melbourne. He taught me how lock forward position supposed to play. I played mostly back rower at Melbourne, but um, oh, sorry. The Bulldogs, but when I went to Melbourne, I was more than likely going to play in the middle. And and um, and Dal was one of the like he was one of the players that was smaller than me, but um, which you didn't get too many forwards that were smaller than me when we were playing. But mm. he definitely was, and just the toughest bloke you'll ever meet. Um, you know, if you if you saw him now, you'd, you'd see how many tackles he made by looking at his long hair that he's got, which is <laughs> it's terrible. It's it is like it's like a uh, a butcher's taking a bit of meat and just bash the crap out of it. But, yeah. um, mate, one of the toughest blokes, he, he taught me uh, a lot about playing that lock forward role. And um, and I reckon I reckon the way the game's gone now, I don't people people probably protect their positions, but he was teaching me how to be as good a player as, as he was and, and had the possibility of me taking his spot one day too mm. because I was more experienced than him, but um, he was just the best player to play with. and. And he also taught me how to, you know, the the benefit of a really good tackle. I was, I was one of the guys that stuck around after training because I wasn't I wasn't ridiculously talented. I was just I, I worked hard, but um, he really worked really hard on his craft. So I'd stay back after training and be his tackle bag for a while, um, and he and he'd be mine. And I think he probably hurt me more than I ever hurt him, but. Um, he was just a really good teammate and um, and, a, and a great player as well. That again, I I feel has got a little bit underrated at times. Okay, what about your back rowers, mate? You're eleven and twelve. Well, Bradley Clyde. So yeah. I um I loved him coming through, and this probably makes Clyde feel a bit old, but I loved him growing up, um, and then got to play with him in '99 and 2000. Mm. Um, I actually, if he. It's, this is not the reason why I put him in my team, but if he didn't fall off the horse in um, in Origin Camp back in '99, then I don't get my call up that week because I filled in for him um, in my first ever game against the Warriors in in '99, and um, and then when he came back, I got to play three games with him, and they were like, it was my fangirl moment. It was wow. so good, um, but I, I I loved him coming through the grades, and then to get to play with him. Um, and sticky as well in mm. in ninety nine two thousand was was outstanding and um, and again 
my team's about people that I'd love to play with and people mm. that taught me how to do things. I just used to watch him in awe at training. I'd just watch what he did and then try to copy him. And I guess my work rate came from him because mm. um, he was the first, you know, he was the first player that I, I had to watch in a full-time environment train. And, and as my opposition, I guess my opposition player at training and who I had to try and beat for a spot to play, um, I watched everything that he did and, and I tried to, to emulate it and, and copy off it. But I was never going to be as good as him. I just wanted to do those little things right. And I think that work rate that I ended up having in my career was um, was solely due to to following him and following his lead at training. And, and, um, yeah, and again, just one of the most humble blokes you'll ever meet too for all that he did in the game. 100%. So who's with Clyde? Um, Simon Gillies. Yeah. So he's one that's a blast from the past, but, the funny thing was um, in, I think, it, I don't know if it was a rule or not. People tell me it was a rule, but we played President's Cup. So 97 was my first year at the yeah. at the Bulldogs, Super League year, um, I, but I played under-19s there. And then out of that, um, we had to go into like the what is the New South Wales Cup system now, but it was called President's Cup back then. And I think you could have a limited number of overage players mm. play with you. And, and Terry Lamb was our coach. and. And Simon was our captain after being the, you know, he captained um, the 95 side to, yep. to the premiership win. And then he was our captain of reserve grade three years later in, in 98. And, um, he's just another one that taught taught us all those little things. And, and there were so many players that came through that New South Wales Cup system or the President's Cup system back then. And just another one that, that was a leader uh, both on and off the field that you just had to follow if you wanted to get to where you wanted to go. And and, uh, and so I did. And, and mate, um, yeah, him, Barry Ward, Mitch Newton, Duncan McRae, those blokes, yeah. we won the grand final in um, in 98, the President's Cup grand final under under Terry Lamb, which was amazing um, to be coached by him. But Simon had all the, all the reason to just sort of just go back and play reserve grade yeah. and – and just do his time, but he taught us all how to play footy, and he was a great leader, and um, you know, and and he's the reason, yeah, one of the reasons why I just I wanted to push on and and go with it because he showed me what to do as a semi professional footballer um, to make sure that I did all the little things to make it into a professional, and and I credit him, you know, and that and that year, and and Mitch Newton and and Barry Ward and guys like that for for teaching us, uh, teaching us young blokes how to get there. And there was me, Trent Runciman, um, you know, Adam Perry played in that yep. team, um, you know, um, Matty Lang. There's some names there that um, went on because um, because those boys taught us how to play. What about your props, mate? Who's who's setting the platform for this team? Another one, uh, Darren Britt. I oh, loved yeah. playing with I loved playing with Edgar. And, um, mate, and the funny thing was I, I probably caught up with him Ten years later, and he just tell, and he's telling the same stories. Nothing changed, and we had a great time back then. And yeah, um, you know, and I guess the, I feel a little bit sorry for the players nowadays because there's so much scrutiny on them. But um, we could have we could go down and have a have a beer after training on a Tuesday night back in you know in in ninety eight ninety nine, yeah. and Brady would just he would hold the fort and he'd just tell stories, um, and he was the funniest. But he was our club captain. And he led 
like if you looked at his body as a footballer, you would not think that he he could play for Australia yeah. or anything either uh, like that. But he um he just led from the front with his actions and words. But he was a, you know he had dry humour and and playing playing with him, you know Dalton um, yeah. or Jason and those guys. Then we had a lot of a lot of fun. Robert Ralph we had a lot of fun, but we worked hard as well. Like we trained hard, but Gigi had some fun and. And um, like yes, you, you talk about Britty, and you just you get a smile on your face yeah. straight away. So I'd love to take the field with him. And the other one, also that was a great leader when when I went down to the storm was Robbie Kearns, and, and I'd love some. Um, you know, Kearns different to Britty, but um, a different leadership. And and Kearns would tell you himself that he was the best um, captain. Yeah. Um, you know, whereas Britty wouldn't. Yep. But um, but Kearns does it out of out of cheek and um, and he's just someone you always wanted to back up. After he took a run, you always wanted to have, have this next run and um, and he did his job well and, and he was a great leader and um, I'd love to take the field with Kearns again. Yeah, very different front rowers, mate. I had the privilege and the pleasure of, uh, of touring with Darren Britt for a number of years, including the 2000 World Cup in wow. Leeds for – six or seven weeks, and uh, the term best tourist ever gets thrown around a lot, but that's pretty, mate. He He's just the king yeah. of the bar. The thing is, he, he just he, – he loved to have a good time, and yeah. you always had a good time with him, but, um, but he could just switch off or switch on and get the work done. Yep. Um, so he was like the best of both worlds. Um, and, yeah, he's just someone that you just wanted to play well for. You did – He's one of those players that you just didn't want to disappoint ever, yep. you know, on or off the field. And um, really great guy, but so so funny. Yeah, and uh, and a tough footballer too. And um, yeah, he was uh, some great years under him. Who we got at number nine, mate? I do. I couldn't go past Cam Smith, so I I apologise, Adam Perry, because you're my best mate, but I couldn't <laughs> put you in my team. Um, I just think Smithy Smithy's the best we've seen for a long time. Um, mm. And I think he he manages the game better than anyone I've ever seen, you know. And I think Joey, as when I'm playing against Joey, I think Joey influenced teams, Joey Johns influenced teams and his team's result, um, you know, most of the time. But Cam Smith controlled the game most of the time. And and I, I just – I liked playing um, – I like playing with Cam, and I also like learning from him, and yep. and I learn from him now. Like I, he he's uh, he's a Marsden alumni, so he came to um, Marsden State High alumni, so he came to an opening of his grandstand. Um, and again, he's probably the best that a lot of people see, but he's not he's not arrogant at all. No. Like you just have a good chat with him. Um, he did everything he needed to to sign autographs for all the kids and all this. Um, but then he just sat down and he just could talk about footy and, and we were watching other football before um, the game that I was coaching came on and and um, and he's just reading the play and and he's he's just a very very smart footballer and I and and I get to talk to him every now and again and just ask him different things about the game and learn from him all the time and and as a player he's probably one of the ones that um, he coached you without being your coach mm. um, and you and he also you followed his lead. Um, because 
you know, because he, he demanded, um, I guess, that attention to detail and he, and he was the he was the basically the on-field coach and, and mm. personified what Belly Eight was trying to teach her. Um, it's where I learned a lot about how to coach rugby league, and and he's and Cam. I can always ring, and and he can be a mentor for me as a coach now. So I kind of put him into that bracket that I'd love to play a game with him because I think he would even now teach me how to play again um, because he's just ahead of the game and, and he's a very very smart footballer. And, He'd be a great coach, but I just don't think he's – he probably doesn't need to. Billy Slater, Hazamel Masri, Darren Smith, Nigel Vugginer, Matty Geyer, Brent Sherwin, Ricky Stewart, the forward pack, Darren Britt, Cameron Smith, Robbie Kearns, Brad Clyde, Simon Gillies, and Dallas Johnson. Thanks for dropping in, legend. That's a, it's a fair old footy side, some workers there, and a good touring side as well. Yeah, I think we'd have a lot of fun, which is um, which is the best part about footy, and it's and it's maybe gone away from them a little bit now. But geez, we used to have a lot of fun, and I'd love to take the field with some of those guys again. That's it for another Andy Raymond Unfiltered podcast. And over summer, the footy talk just doesn't stop. It's the ultimate argument starter, and Mondays is Dream Team, where a current or former superstar drops in and gives their thirteen. Might be best ever 13, the best they played with or wish they had. Best drinkers, best looking, who knows? There's no rules, but plenty of laughs. Wednesdays, we catch up with one of the game's current players and put the spotlight on them with a collection of short interviews on a wide range of topics, both footy and away from footy. There's never been anything quite like this before, and we reckon you'll love it. On the weekend, the weekend session. Of course, you can invite any person, any era, any country or profession, dead or alive, to your place for the ultimate weekend session. Which eight do you invite and why? Our guests tell us who they've picked. We talk beers, barbecues and a bit of footy too. This is the only podcast in rugby league that speaks with the legends and not about them. And we're not slowing down over the off-season. Before you go, if you've enjoyed this edition, throw a five-star rating and review at us on the podcast app you're listening on. It's huge for us as we look to grow the brand and bring you more. Hope you're enjoying summer and make sure you come back soon, legends. Legends.